Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. On today's show, we'll take a look at new technology from Nissan and Jaguar and how self-parking cars can help reduce traffic congestion. But now let's look at today's top stories. And in a stunning development, Infinity CEO Johan de Nyssen announced that he's leaving the company. De Nyssen joined Infinity just two years ago after running Audi of America. Nissan's chief planning officer, Andy Palmer, will run Infinity on an interim basis. It's been reported that Denison could take over Cadillac, and that's because GM announced that the current head of its luxury brand, Bob Ferguson, will go back to his original job of running global public policy for the company. And that should not come as a big surprise. Less than a month ago, we predicted that Ferguson would head back to Washington and GM would hire someone with luxury experience. The company says it plans to announce his replacement soon. Jaguar is showing off a new technology that could make driving more like a video game. It's called the virtual windscreen, and through the use of augmented reality, it will display things on the windshield like the optimal driving line, braking and accelerating guidance, and can even display a ghost car from a previous lap, all in an effort to help improve racing skills and shorten lap times. You know, I think this is pretty cool, but I would like to know if technologies like this could get kids that would rather sit in front of the TV playing Gran Turismo off their butts and into a real car. Every now and then you have to stop, turn around, and look back at how far you've come. And that's exactly what supplier company Continental did with its anti-lock brake systems. It looked back 30 years ago to its first system, which debuted on the 1984 Lincoln Continental and Ford Scorpio. Get this, it weighed 25 pounds. But by 1995, they chopped that down to only 6 pounds. In the year 2000, they got it down to 4.5 pounds. And today's system, the MK100, which came out in 2011, is only 2.9 pounds. And speaking of suppliers, TRW Automotive is the world's largest car safety equipment supplier and reported $17.4 billion in sales last year. But in a surprising development, German supplier ZF has begun the process to acquire TRW. Exact prices have not been discussed yet, but TRW is estimated to be valued between 11 and $12 billion. ZF currently makes steering systems, axles, clutches, and transmissions, but adding TRW into the mix would help bolster its position in both active and passive safety systems. The final acquisition could be more than a month away, but I'm sure other supplier companies, like Continental, will be keeping a close eye on the situation. Back in March, Nissan showed off its new smart rearview mirror that can jump over to a LCD display at the flip of a switch. I got to drive a Rogue with one the other day, and while it took some getting used to, I liked that it could be operated at any speed, and it was nice not having the rear pillars obstructing my view. The vehicle still uses a separate fisheye camera for low-speed maneuvers. Nissan will offer the smart mirror as a dealer-added option in Japan next year, but if it passes U.S. regulations, it would more likely be part of a package deal. And coming up next, a look at how self-parking cars can help reduce congestion. 
Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. On AutoLine this week, the topic is all about mobility and mobility services. In the following clip from that show, John and his panel discuss how congestion in big cities can be reduced with the help of self-parking cars. Parking, especially in urban environments, can be a major hassle. Is identifying parking spots part of your program? Absolutely. So the, the new center that, that we alluded to, the MTC, um, smart parking is, is definitely part of that because uh, right now in a, in a city, any given city, if you're looking at all the vehicles traveling down the, around the streets, uh, maybe 30% of those vehicles are just circulating around looking for somewhere to park. So. Uh, this is a critical item and there are many, many ways we can look at this but uh, we see that certainly in, in the uh, foreseeable future, very immediate future, we're going to see uh, cars that park themselves for example. Uh, so that's going to make a huge difference to the efficiency with which the parking structure is being used because we don't need as, nearly as much space within the parking structure. Uh, if you and I are trying to back in and out and so on and I just back to a colleague the other day in the parking lot. Um, so, you know, we, we, uh, we get a, away from all those kind of problems uh, with, with that sort of automated parking situation. So I think they're, they're some of the things that will be very early adopted in our program. Yeah, I think if I can jump in on that really quick, uh, the notion of making sure that there is parking um, is important not only for the people driving but the cities. So there is this notion of does it create 20 or 30 percent more congestion if you don't have a spot at your destination it is remarkably important as cities decide what sort of transportation systems they put into place. How do you do that? Do you have to put sensors in every parking spot or parking meter? How does that work? Well, I think that that's certainly being done. So yes, very low cost sensors can be put in every parking spot. That information could be beamed to the vehicles. Uh, so that's happening. But also this uh, V2V and V2I technology can, can be uh, used that way so that you don't necessarily need to have a sensor in every parking spot. So you can actually see, the vehicle can see what's going on. So uh, there's a lot of development to take place there. Smart parking, I think, is uh, an area that's just taken off in the last two, three years. Um, you know, when we think about all of the possible areas of intelligent transportation systems that can be implemented, I think smart parking is one of the more exciting ones and one of the more successful ones. Joining John for that show is Erica Clampful from Ford, Kay Seeley, the president of Zipcar, and Peter Sweatman, the director of the University of Michigan Transportation Research Institute. And as always, you can watch that entire episode right now on our website, autoline.tv. But that's the end of this show. Thanks for watching, and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.